Girl Vibes Tribe, what's up? I'm so glad that you clicked play and you're ready to hear this message today. This next two podcasts are going to go hand in hand. It's nothing new. I have definitely spoken on both of these things before many, many times, but I continue to speak to preteens, teens, adults of all ages, and this consistently comes up. And these are two focuses One about redirecting your thoughts and the other one is about the power of your confession, your word. And so again, I'm going to do this specific podcast around your words and your confession. And then I'm going to do the next podcast around redirecting your thoughts. Again, nothing new. I have definitely taught about these in the the past, but I'm going to hopefully shed some new light and maybe some new ways that you haven't thought of before. And so you're definitely going to want to check out this podcast and definitely check out the next So you can put both of them together. If you've been listening to anyone full of wisdom in life, reading the Bible, have a relationship with God, then you definitely know by now that we're in a battle every single day with our own thoughts, every day. But today I'm going to discuss three practical ways that's going to help you win every day over negative thoughts and your confession. We're going to discover new ways to build your confidence and your self-love, your environment around you, and how to find peace within yourself so you, my daughters, are prepared for anything. The first one is around confidence and self-love, and then we're going to talk about your environment and finding peace. But just like everything else that's worthwhile in life, I can tell you right now that it's going to require some work from you. So it really just depends on how badly you want this and how badly you want to make these changes. You're going to have to lean in and consistently work on this in order to start retraining your thoughts and your confession. So I want you to imagine that every time you say something negative about yourself to yourself or about your situation, you're adding a new link onto a heavy chain. So as you speak negativity you're adding another link. So as you can imagine, if you speak negative words over yourself, often your chain that you're dragging around is probably pretty heavy, right? So just imagine a chain. Every time you speak something negative over yourself, over your life, over your situation, you're adding a link to the chain. And every day you continue to just drag it around. You're dragging it around anywhere you go. And if you don't start changing the words you speak, you just might find yourself at a standstill, right? Now you're, you're stuck. It's become too heavy. You can no longer move forward. You're stuck in a place. And that's exactly where the enemy wants you to be. It is a place where he will continue to attack you and to lie to you and manipulate you and become, and until it becomes so hard that sometimes people are legitimately stuck in a place in their life, in a situation, in a mindset, in depression, where you just start losing interest or doing all the things that you used to do. You might have thoughts of hurting yourself. You may be rude and short to all the people you love around you. You may start not recognizing who you are, not liking who you are, all because you're miserable. But I want to share good news with you. We don't have to live this way. But like I mentioned earlier, it's going to take some work to change the way you think and to change your confession. There are millions of people walking around defeated in life because they believe and confess the wrong things over themselves and their lives. 
Confess, just in case you don't know, means to admit or acknowledge something over and over. When they or we speak these things over our lives, we are speaking the words of the enemy. I know it doesn't feel like that, but God is love. God is light. God is not of darkness. So the enemy wants us, again, to stay in those places. He doesn't want us to be happy or have the things that God has promised us. He wants us to stay in this place where we're sad, we're offended, we're hurt, we're lonely, we're depressed, we're angry, we're, we're fearful, we're full of anxiety. He wants us to be there. Faith-filled words, words of hope and joy and promise will get you through absolutely anything because you're filled with hope. When you're standing on the promises of God, then you're hopeful for the future. You know that God's going to get you through this situation, no matter how bad it may look or how bad it may feel, God's going to pull you through. Fear-filled words will defeat you. They're going to keep you feeling lonely and sad and mad, angry, offended, depressed, scared, full of anxiety, confusion, don't know who you are, lost your identity. Your words are your confession. The secret is words are the most powerful thing in the universe. Because we are spirits, beings, we are all made in the image of God and we're all capable of living how God created us to live. He wants us to live free of all the chains and all the negativity. He wants us to cast our burdens upon him so that he can carry them for us. God created all of us exactly how we are. I always talk about this down to the amount of the hairs on our head, to our laughs, our eyes, our voices, everything he made with intention and purpose. Words are the most powerful thing in the universe. This is called the spiritual law. It is not a theory. It's a fact. God never does anything without saying it first. When I first started learning this, I was just mind blown. When I first went back to the creation of how God created the heavens and the earth in the very beginning in Genesis, and I really started doing my own research about this, it was mind-blowing to me. It started changing my life, changing my confession, changing my belief system, and ultimately changing my character. God is a faith God. God releases his words in faith. God created the heaven and the earth using his words and commanded them to come into existence. So if you speak something enough times with faith, which is believing, right? You have to believe it. Whether it be good or bad, it will become the truth. If you tell yourself that you're worthless enough times and believe it, then there will become a time where you never see yourself as anything else. You will literally just see yourself as worthless. You will be worthless and feel worthless every day. But if you tell yourself that you are chosen and you will do great things enough times, then your life will be a reflection of that. Spoken words program your spirit, your heart, either to be successful or to be defeated. Faith comes by hearing. So whatever your ears are hearing the most, whatever your ears are constantly hearing you saying over and over and over will start programming your life. So going back to the links on the chain, 
You can choose to set yourself free of the links on the chain by confessing good, positive things over your life. Or you can choose to drag around a heavy chain and continue to confess bad, negative things over your life. This works the same over your health. Like if you sprain your ankle, for example, and all you focus on is the pain and continue to say, my ankle hurts so bad, it's swollen, it's so painful, then all you're going to feel is the pain. That's it. But if you speak good things like my ankle is healing, it's getting better every day, the swelling is going down, I will walk on it again very soon. The quicker you're going to heal and the better outlook you will have because you're telling your body what is going to happen. I expect you to heal. You are healing. I don't feel pain anymore. You're expecting your situation to change. Did you know that some university students did a study about words? So they took two of the same plants, they were the same size, and they put them in a room with a lot of windows in the same pot in the same spot of the room. They watered them the same, and every day they spoke to one of the plants and told them positive things. You're a beautiful plant. You're growing. You have a purpose, right? Then they told things to the negative, to the other plant. They said negative things. They were saying, you're worthless, you're lifeless, you're not growing, you don't produce. And within two weeks, the plant they spoke the negative words over died. If that doesn't prove to you that your words hold power, I do not know what else does. Your words matter. The words you speak to yourself, the words you speak about yourself, and the words you speak about others, it really, really, really matters. You have to be very, very cautious and aware of what your confession is. Is it full of faith or is it full of defeat? You have a decision to make. The next thing I want to quickly just touch on is your environment. Eventually, no matter how much you say you won't, you will become a product of your environment. You will become like the things you watch, listen to, or hang around. So choosing your friends and what you watch and listen to is one of the most important things to pay attention to all throughout your life. And you're in complete control of that. That is something as a parent, I really, really uh, protect my daughters from. I'm always asking them, what music are you listening to? Or what is that song actually saying? What is that ad saying to you? What is that advertisement saying? Why are you watching that show? What is it teaching you? I'm trying to consistently create awareness in what my daughters are listening to and what they are watching because it impacts their life. It impacts their environment. It's very important. The world is going to try to manipulate you and lie to you and tell you that things are okay. Why? Because everybody's doing it. That's the devil's biggest scheme is to make you feel like it's okay. This is just the way the world is. Accept it. Everybody's doing it. But it's just that. It's brain. It's lies and, and brainwashing. You see, the enemy was going to use music and social media. He's going to use movies and friends, sometimes even family, to try to convince you that bad things are okay. You know deep down because you're an created in the image of God, you know right from wrong. You don't have to tell a child when they're little, little, little 
what's mean and what's what's nice. They already know. They know. That's the Holy Spirit that lives within us, guiding us as our compass. So you know when the world is trying to tell you that this or that is okay, if you're getting that feeling inside, that is called conviction. And the Holy Spirit is convicting you and telling you, yeah, that's not right. That's why you're having those feelings towards that. Especially the world we live in now where the world is trying to tell you that it's okay to be gay. It's okay to be indifferent towards different genders or go from being a man to a woman, a boy to a girl, or having sex at a young age or doing drugs is normal. You must know the difference between what God says and what the enemy says. You must know the difference. And the only way to know the difference is to have a personal relationship with God, to read his word, and to know what he says. I'm begging you, girls. Protect your ears and your eyes. Protect them. You have a choice of what you listen to, what you watch, who you hang around. So lastly, I want to discuss finding your peace. Finding your peace and protecting your peace is really, really important. Finding peace is definitely going to look different for each of us. I know I find peace when I'm alone. I find peace when things are quiet. I like to pray. I like to write. I like to just sit there and listen, just be silent. I always find peace in, the, in nature, definitely while I'm hiking or I'm standing by the ocean. Those are probably my favorite places to just clear my mind and just reset myself. Clearing your mind is really important. We all need to reset. You need to make time for yourself every day. And this means no TV, girls, (laughs) no phone, no computer, just you. Talk to God, sing, write, doodle, listen to calming music, lay in bed, let your mind be still. Let go of all the stress, the fear, the worry or anxiety about tomorrow. Just be still in the moment. You need to know that any thoughts of fear, worry, anxiety, stress, sadness, anger, or jealousy, bitterness, none of those negative emotions come from God. When you have a personal relationship with God, you can ask him to take those things from you and to give it to him to figure out. This is really, really important. You are not created to worry so much. Worry is going to always steal your peace. Anxiety steals your peace. Fear steals your peace. God has a beautiful and amazing plans for each of us, and we cannot discover them when we're always chained down to negative thoughts or we're speaking negative words over our lives. You must make time every day to just be alone and be still. Get to know yourself. Keep a journal if you find that to be helpful. Find a place in your home or outside that makes you feel like this is your place of peace and protect it. Go there when you need to reset your mind and breathe and pray and find your peace again. Make sure, I'm going to leave you with this, make sure you're aware of what you're speaking. What is your confession? What are you singing out loud over and over and over again? Be very cautious. Words hold power. I want you to understand the power behind what you're speaking and saying. Speak life into yourself. Speak life into your situation. Speak life into your friends and family. It's a choice. You are in complete control. It doesn't matter if you're 13, 14, 15. You feel like you still live under your your parents. You don't have a job. You don't have money. You still have these choices over your own life, no matter your circumstances. 
And I encourage you today, today, to start being more mindful and aware of what you're saying, what you're listening to, what you're watching, what friends you're hanging out with, and making sure that you find and protect your peace. God bless.